Episode 1, The Chiropractor. In this episode, I'm talking to my colleague, Sunita Atisdam, who is an Australian-trained chiropractor. She finished her double bachelor degree from RMIT in Melbourne in 2002 and has worked in Australia, Indonesia, and has been living in Amsterdam for 10 years. She opened up her own practice in 2013 and since that time has been studying to specialize in brain-based therapies from the Carrick Institute. In 2019, she obtained her Diplomate in Functional Neurology through the American Chiropractic Neurology Board. Her extra training makes her specialize in vestibular rehabilitation, movement disorder and in concussion treatment. Well, hello, Sunita. Thank you for, Hi, Thank you for talking to me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I kind of feel a little bit uh, special that you asked me to be on your new normal podcast, webcast. What is this? <laughs> Let's see where it goes. <laughs> well, thank you exactly. for being here as, a, as an expert to talk to today. Uh, what is your background, Sunita? So I am a chiropractor um, and even though chiropractic is not very well known in the Netherlands, it is a growing profession actually. So in America, in Australia, in the UK, we're part of uh, one of the largest non-medical fields. So we say medicine and dentistry are the biggest um, healthcare professions and then chiropractic is kind of the next one. So people don't really know what chiropractic is, so I'm going to try and explain that a little bit to you, I suppose, in our talk. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or actually, I guess, why we have such a good uh, working relationship because a lot of people are familiar with physiotherapy or, or manual therapy, but chiropractic is a little bit um, separate from that. And I guess what I want to say is that what chiropractors try to do is actually look at the body and the brain as a whole system. So even though people normally come to us because they have an injury, our question is always, why did you have that injury? Not how did you injure it, but why? You know, why did you hurt yourself at this point in time? Is it something that's been accumulating for a long, long time? Or was it because of trauma? And, and most of the time, it's actually because it's a chronic condition. And so I think that's kind of how we met, actually, because we shared a mutual patient do you remember or yeah, yeah. long time yeah. ago <laughs> yeah it was a long time ago and actually it was a bit of an accident how i met you because i was working at a gym at the time and one of the trainers had said to her to come and see me because i was around the corner because she was suffering from weakness yeah. in her hand and when i was doing her assessment actually i found out that she'd had a um traumatic brain injury like a concussion a few years beforehand like quite a bad one and really what I thought was that she had had a whiplash injury and that was kind of now causing weakness in her hands and it was only throughout that history that I found out that she had such a trauma and she had a whole lot of other symptoms actually like nausea and difficulty reading and trouble with lights but she didn't actually think that that was at all connected to her health or that we could help with that, you know? And so when I explained to her that what the neck and how important that is to your balance, to your coordination, to talking to the brain, she said, oh, I'm gonna tell my physio about you because she's really been helping me since I had my concussion. And then that's when we met, you know, people underestimate how much your brain has to do with your body. So we sort of understand it when we get drunk and you can't walk properly and you slur your speech or you drop your keys, yeah. you know, that when you affect your brain, you affect your whole body. And that's really what chiropractors are best 
known for you know because people come to you for soft tissue injuries or when they hurt themselves or overuse and that I must say is your strong suit because I don't know anything <laughs> about that system about the you know say for example if I have to retrain something because of an injury or an acute um, attack of some sort you're you're the person to see but I think if it's something chronic and something that's in your whole body in your system then I think I can actually help them a little yeah. bit deeper. Yeah, I and I think that's that's very good brought to the point because we do uh, look more at how did the injury happen, how did an overuse happen, and we go more quickly into an assessment and into the treatment. But most of times, like when I'm like, this is way too complicated, not just going over my skills, but because I know that is what you do. I send clients to you because it's just a very good symbiosis of figuring out all parts of all the spectrum, right? And assess it and treat it. Yes, exactly. And people, I mean, I think to have both on your team, on your health team is really quite complete yeah. because I don't know much about the latest exercises or the bands because I don't keep up to date with that training. You know, it's, there's so many things that you can learn how to do. Of course, yeah. you just can't do everything. So I try to keep focused on brain health, on people's neurological um, health actually can you tolerate your environment you know and people should be able to handle their work life and their generally their stresses and if they can't adapt to their environment then you're going to find yourself getting injured getting sick you yeah. know having sleep problems and you know yeah. so I think if people can exercise and get fit then we're all okay but sometimes they can't do that so that's when I can help them to actually gain better uh quality from you you know it's not nice to go and train with somebody if they can never actually improve because they had something that was so chronic and kind of and they never tell you <laughs> they never tell you oh by the way 20 years ago i had this bad car accident you sort of have to tease it out you have to find it in their system isn't it because people always think that it's something that happened last week or two, you know, two months ago, not 10 years ago, you know? So I like that about my training that you can almost jump. Um, the body never lies. The yeah. body never lies. So if I can assess the body, I can try and see whether we can get the body to kind of work better, you know, and yeah. for as long as possible, basically. Yeah. So that's and that's also why we chose to work with strength and conditioning trainers also because even uh, what you also say, like we physios are not always equipped to do all the strengthening training. So we move on and try to just have a network of experts, but also the strength and conditioning coaches, they say, especially young men or like men, they had a lot of sports injuries when they were younger and nobody ever thought it might affect them. But that's when you come in because we're like, okay, there's some piece of the puzzle missing and you most of the times you can find it and solve it. And then, yes. Yeah. And I, I think if I can get your body functioning, then really, then they can go to somebody like you and you can actually grade their strength and get yeah. them stronger in a progression. Because when you have to do all of this stuff yourself, I mean, think of how long it took you to study to become a physio and me to be a chiropractor. It's actually a full-time degree and it is our profession. So you can't learn this stuff just off the internet or off a blog or off Instagram or because your friend's neighbor did this. It's, you know, people need to learn about what is their body and what best suits them at this time, actually, yep. and yep. what their goal is in the future and to kind of go slowly and steady rather than, go from nothing and then suddenly doing five CrossFit classes and 
than being surprised that they hurt themselves or being surprised that they bend over to put on a shoe and they get a dyskonia, you know? How often do you have patients that hurt themselves doing nothing? Yeah. It's not, it's very rare when they actually were doing something very heavy, right? It's often when they're just doing something that they weren't thinking about and they hurt themselves. So yeah. I always say that that's like the last straw that broke the camel's back. You know, these things have been have been kind of happening for a while. So it is my job to kind of get people constantly uh, adapting and making sure that their body's always in the best condition. But that's complicated. It's not only about physical health. Absolutely, absolutely. And also, I think, I hope that at this time uh, now, people, they do go back to expert opinions, right? Because what you're saying, there's such an overflow with social media, in the normal media as well, and that everybody has an opinion, but hopefully people slow down and do seek expert opinions because there is no, yeah, there's no problem with asking an expert for help, right? And why would you not become the best version of yourself? And now is the time because I think what everybody has learned is that this little bug can really can really knock your socks off, right? I mean, people have been dying, people have been very ill. So how do you best protect your immune system? So it turns out it's a very, very important system. Yes, there's lots of things that you can do. It's not only ginger shots and turmeric lattes. There's actually much more important things like physical fitness, physical strength, enough sleep, you know, proper brain health, proper nutrition. So you have to actually go somewhere, I think, and then get a complete overview. And I can't do it all. So I like to also lean on people that I like to work with, that we have a similar philosophy in people. Because in my work, people are say quite passive because you come down and then I do something. I do something to make your joints actually work better. I do something to make your brain works better. I give you exercises. And then you need to take your base and increase that capacity. And that's where you can come in and with your strength and conditioning coaches actually, you know, get stronger, get fitter, because of course you can never be too healthy, you know? And I think like with all of these zoom classes, (laughs) it goes two ways. Either people have sort of thought right I have all the time it's time for me to get fit and then you can realize where your body is or the opposite if you have a family like I have a little baby it's like you have less time you cannot do anything so you also get a little bit deconditioned you know so I agree it's, it, it can give people a little bit of an idea of, of what's kind of important in their life at this time to Absolutely. move forward yeah. and so you also say like you work a lot hands-on how do you cope right now because can you work from home at the moment No, I mean, not at all. I can give advice a little bit, general advice, but I can also only do that to people that I know that I've actually done a full assessment to, because like we were just saying before, if somebody calls me with a new um, complaint, I have to actually do a physical exam to try and see what causes pain or what causes weakness. I can't, I can ask questions and I could almost, you know, suss it out, partly because I've seen, I've been working as a chiropractor for nearly 20 years, but at the end of the day, sometimes people surprise me, you know, I think it's this and then you do a particular test and it doesn't cause pain or they're quite strong. So I don't like to have surprises. So I can't actually see any new people or people that I've actually, you know, I can actually just give a little bit of advice, but it's not, it's, it's very stressful because of course people hurt themselves and everywhere's closed and then you can't leave your house. So I'm not working at the moment at all. I mean, I'm trying to manage the business, of course, 
learn new new rules about government rules and my dutch is improving (laughs) yeah so what about you yeah same what about you i I cannot work right now and uh, we try to do a little bit of online uh, consultations but you see that also for us people are not really used to that and Mm. like again because we work with personal trainers uh, trainers and strength and conditioning coaches like a lot of people have their active support already to work out so when they come for us a lot of time they come for like uh, dry kneeling taping uh, you know passive treatments or also some testing ultrasounds so at the moment it's because also the same as what you say, we can just like take an anamnesis, but we cannot do uh, yeah, an assessment of a shoulder joint. I need to see it, not just from here, but from like all angles. So it's, it's hard. Yeah, for sure. And again, if it's that active and passive thing, I yeah. mean, if they can leave it, if they can lift it, but then when you lift it, it's a passive range of motion. It's yeah. a completely different feeling. And, you know, so I think also that's what people need to understand, like the big, the big difference. Cause when you go and exercise and when you want to do something, your brain's making you voluntarily do it, but there's a whole other system of reflexes of postural stability and balance and you know so those are the things that actually i need to make sure is in order also so i guess also let's not talk about even nonverbal communication because i always have to laugh when there's these memes online where people wear a dress shirt on top and and like just underwear or sweatpants underneath (laughs) like a bit also like i cannot do an assessment when i just see somebody here or exactly you know because i don't see the compensation pattern and the nonverbal communication so it's just so important Yes, exactly, exactly. To see whether they can, how was it when they took off their shoe? Or sometimes I notice something as they're about to put on their jacket because they came in for a different problem. And then as they're going, they sort of, and then, you know, of course I can ask because it's within my scope of care. So I agree with you. Sometimes you can see things that you didn't pick up beforehand, especially when I see little kids because they can't tell you, uh, you know, that they've got a headache or whatever. So you sort of have to tease it out and ask them questions or make them do things. And then you can see quite obviously or or quite quickly. So, and also personally, I miss seeing the people, you know, (laughs) you know, I miss kind of having a a human conversation and contact. And I used to hug my people. So I miss that. Oh, I know. (laughs) It's just the social aspect of our job as well. Right. And and Mm. older, I don't know if you see a lot of older people. I have quite a lot of elderly that I also treat at home and, for them, it already makes the day when somebody comes to them and has a little chat, right? And that's, uh, yeah, I'm wondering where that goes in the future, like how yeah. it will impact us. No, and like, I don't know. Do you, have, um, do you have clients now that ask you for advice or for help? Like what are the people struggling now in your, in your point of view? Well, a lot of people are actually more sedentary because they've had to work from home. And so in some ways they're spending the whole day in front of their screen. They don't have any breaks because when you're in a big office, for example, perhaps you bike to work or you have a meeting or you might walk downstairs and have lunch and you have a face-to-face meeting. Whereas now everything is online. So the amount of light and the amount of sitting and the amount of actually screen time that you have is increased 200 fold. So that affects some people more than others, of course, with sleep, with regards to your, your, just your stress levels and things like that. So people are struggling with 
those things actually tired eyes sleeplessness maybe some headaches some tension because of course you'll see it at home it's not your office yeah. setup you know and and of course it's a stressful time it's super stressful so a lot of people are also very stressed and anxious and you know yeah and it's, i mean imagine getting up getting ready and going to work that is already most of times at least an hour where you are active where you get yourself ready and yeah you know, and, for example, again, us as like manual workers, let's say, or our job is physical and we're so much in front of the screen. I mean, and also speaking as an ex-client of, of you as well, like I know how you look at eyes and at the eye movement and tiredness. I feel like in the evening, I'm like, my eyes can barely stay open. And then I'm like, yeah. eight o'clock, but it's literally just the screen. And all, all, of that, yes. all of that input. I mean, for me also, because I'm so used to walking around and having, being on my feet now and more, tired from actually not doing anything and you think oh I'm going to be rested but in some ways before you know it it's five o'clock and then you've not done anything and you're stressed trying to kind of organize food and dinner yeah it's sort of it's a weird weird time you think it's nice to have it but I'm not enjoying it <laughs> I mean it's nice to be home in some ways of course you have time to kind of think that you're going to relax but you still have to work so it's a bit strange for me because I don't have a job that I can just go on my computer and do it you know yeah. it has to be a bit structured so I miss that miss that and then also if you think about there's no real weekends at the moment right I mean it's like everything is a bit the same and yeah I guess again with like moving enough with planning your work I guess that is very very difficult for a lot of people mm. including myself it's like where's the stop and where's to go again no I'll be very interested to see how we can slowly come out of it and I think everybody will be really pleased to sort of like be on the bicycle to go somewhere or drive to work so you can listen to the radio or you know have lunch with your friends and yes I'm yeah. looking forward to that too like Amsterdam where everybody is on the bike indeed you know I keep forgetting that factor as well like the other day I was biking somewhere and I was like how long have I not been on my bike yes it almost felt strange Yes, exactly. Yeah, it is really strange. And it's been a long time. And I do expect it to go on for another few weeks. But then, you know, we'll have to wait and see. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know, it's, it, it's in some ways, people have learned a lot about viruses and, and healthcare and their bodies. And I think for me, you have to, um, I want people to kind of decide what sort of person they are because there are a lot of people that just leave their health to luck yeah. and they think nothing's wrong till something goes wrong, you know, and, and it's good genetics or bad genetics. And then there's a lot of people that actually realize that they can do something to help themselves be as healthy as possible, whatever that means, because yeah that means different to different things, people. So I think in our line of work, we deal a lot with people that want to have a little bit more responsibility and a little bit more guideline into how they can be healthy. And those are the people that I like to work with, of course. I mean, you don't have to do anything. You can leave your health to luck, but I, I wouldn't want to do it personally because I have a physical job. So for me, it's very important to keep strong and keep healthy because my livelihood depends on me being able to bend over people, pick up people, you know, and stand on my feet. Whereas, so you call that your functional capacity, for example, and you too, right? If you couldn't work with your hands, then you don't have a job. Yeah. So I think for people that have a desk job or a computer job, it's not so obvious when something yeah. is not quite right. You have to do something in order to 
realize that you can or not so i mean i think in some ways maybe that divide will grow people that continue to think that their health is just luck and whatever i don't need to do anything i'm healthy and most young people are um but i think there'll be more people that come over to our group to think actually you know what i could do something more in my life because i need to kind of get this under control you know so it'll be interesting to see yeah and people will understand it more and more you see it with cooking people cook more people have to cook more and then it's not that much of a deal and you can actually try to make good food very healthy in an easy and fun way and it's still yeah again tastes good right and so sports with health with brain health with everything for sure it's it's time consuming i mean that's the biggest drawback because you know it's not quick there's not one little pill that you can take that suddenly makes you super healthy right whether you have a a broken bone or whether you have a a soft tissue injury it all takes time your body needs to heal so in some ways if people can learn the foundation i think about what healthy meals are getting good sleep learning how to actually move properly i mean that's already huge that's already huge because i think in that way then you have a good foundation to kind of cope with stressful events like this somebody getting ill maybe you have a car accident maybe you have a bike accident i mean these are things that happen all the time yeah it's just that you don't know what your body is like till something goes wrong (laughs) isn't it it can be too late it can be too late yes it can be too late or you have to find like it costs you more time, more yeah. energy, more money to try and get back to something that you used to have. So, yeah. yeah, I certainly like it if people have only little problems. Prevention is key. Prevention is key. But it's really hard to get people to understand that till something goes wrong. Yeah. You know, we're such a reactive society. People only take charge when something goes wrong. So yeah. maybe this will be the time for us to kind of say, like, go and get checked out go and do some things and then you can already kind of have a gauge uh, of how you're doing, you know, in 2020, no matter how old you are. Even the young people that I see, people are really stressed and a lot of young people actually have a lot of falls and accidents and traumas that they think they're okay from, but they don't realise that they've got these, you know, joint problems or other things. And then older people also have other uh, stress-related problems conditions you know high blood pressure and you know and you can actually do things to kind of uh reverse all of that so there's still time i think so it'll be interesting yeah yeah so i am excited about the future i don't think it'll be i think that'll be the silver lining of this kind of horrible horrible thing that kind of took over the world people will kind of get back to to realize what's important for them and not look at other people, you know, like you don't have to do CrossFit, you don't have yeah. to do yoga, you don't have to do anything. You have to be able to move yeah. as a good base, <laughs> you know. And if you can manage that, then at least you can choose to do something yeah. if you want to. And I think that that's actually really very powerful for people. Yeah. For so sure. that's, that's what I try to actually teach my patients, like kind of learn what's good for your own body and your own self, because really there's too much choice otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. and that is definitely you see that now everywhere like it's it's an instagram everybody's like we said in the beginning everybody's an expert everybody's offering stuff so i guess people understand it's okay not to do everything and people yes. understand that it's okay to find out what suits yourself as a person as a character as everything right so 
Yeah, I mean, in some ways, it's you have a long life, hopefully. So you sort of need to know what's important to you now. Like, I would actually think that if you're a 25-year-old uh, woman or man who's very athletic, you have different goals to the 25-year-old woman who's going to have her first baby. For sure. Do you know? So you have to kind of think of what's important to you at this point in time and to be willing to change and adapt. And my course of treatment is, of course, very different depending on what your goals are. Yeah. But you have to actually be responsible for what you want and yeah. be clear about it, actually. So I actually miss that about my practice because we have filled it with people that are, you know, really aligned with our philosophies and people that are coming from all different parts of their lives. You know, we have high and athletes to people that are like have special needs and everything yeah. in between. Yeah. yeah. And then it's nice to work with people that kind of like want to be, like you say, the best versions of yourselves. Yeah. And then, yeah. and it's long, <laughs> it's long. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But what about for you? Have you had any, like lots of people also kind of calling you in trouble or yeah it's it's definitely the home working office situation right and for me it's i'm quite lucky since i just started the, an education to be an occupational therapist that is more involved with work-related problems with also let's say reintegration of the burnout but also just the office setup and home office setup so i was trying to do a lot on that field online and people were happy with like simple tricks because it is really simple tricks that can help Mm -hmm. and exercise regimes and again like my clients the same as you the clients i know it's very easy to make a program for because you know yes. their patterns and yes, for new exactly. clients, it's a bit of a struggle but it works as well but same for you like, same for me as for you like we can't yeah. wait to work again and just hope yeah That's and i sure. guess the same for us we just offer people advice in way of how to prevent injuries to stay healthy because prevention is key and keep moving keep active and stay healthy i would say along every yes. line possible and you don't need to do all those zoom workouts it's okay yeah it's absolutely <laughs> okay and you see also that it's a little bit it gets less and less and less because people are just totally over flooded they don't even see it all anymore because your feet just doesn't pick it up anymore but also people say like it's fine to sit down and just read a book for once i mean hopefully i'm not in the state yet to read a book concentration wise so that's still my goal but you know <laughs> I'm well, yes, I don't have that much spare time yet. I'm working on it. I'm working you on it. You have but... a baby, so yes. not forget about that. No, exactly. She yeah. requires all my time. But no, I, I think it's really interesting to see, I think, also the fact that people have stayed home. It may suit some people to actually continue to work from home because you don't have as many distractions. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that will actually change people's work patterns. Maybe yeah. you don't have to go into the office. And so I think it's a kind of a state change for lots of people some good some bad you know I think yeah. if you have young kids you'll be so glad that school's open because you know, there's only you're not a teacher you're their parents yeah <laughs> my I friends mean, that have three jobs at the same time right because you have to be a teacher you have to be a parent housewife and do your own job also well, and, and work yes exactly and, and then people that are yeah, yeah. and then people that have no children perhaps it can give them a little bit of time to think oh do I really like this yeah. work this time for them that can be a little bit more reflective you know it really it can I mean I don't want to be sort of like there's such silver linings it's such a horrible time because of course it's such a global disaster but you have to look I think for po positives in in every little bad situation also so I think if we can try to for me personally 
I'm going to use this time to work on the business, see yeah. how I'd like to go back to work. You know, do I like the way my life is going? And actually sort of decide those very important things before. Because if not, you just kind of continue and continue yeah. and continue, don't you? Yeah. So now at least I kind of appreciated yeah. having a little step back. I think, oh, I, I don't like actually the way I run this part of my business and I can change yeah. it. But um, but personally for me, I'm not very big on going online or having these platforms. So it's such a huge learning curve. Yeah. And yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I, I also chiropractic is, is for people to come and in my practice, take a break from their online lives, you know? So I really, even though telehealth will be something that's yeah. huge in the future with your doctor, perhaps you yeah. don't even need to make an appointment. You can show them the rash. <laughs> and that's nice but for my work no I'll always need to see yeah. you I'll always need to kind of put my hands on you and do something and actually like perform my my treatment yeah. through my hands I think that's just it's very old-fashioned that way so and I think I that they'll think be it will um, never change because people want and need the interaction as well right there is like yeah. I mean to be touched and to be you know it's like all in a professional matter I mean it's very very important for just the human being i guess it's yeah yeah yes and of course our bodies are still you know old-fashioned bodies yeah. even though we live in a very modern world, modern world. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and the new modern world <laughs> the, new, <laughs> the new normal modern world <laughs> exactly yeah. no i kind of yeah it'll be interesting no that's all my that's all I can think of, actually. Yeah, I'm very great talking to you. I mean, thank you for your time because, again, yeah, we have time, but we're all busy. So I really appreciate your time. Crazy. And um, I hope we see each other soon in real life. And, uh, for a virtual, for a real hug. <laughs> no, it's been good. As usual. And, yeah. No, I think this is such a great thing that you're doing. And it is interesting to talk to other people to see. For some people, actually, going online has been the greatest push you yeah. know for, for their online business um and for me it'll be interesting to see i think it's a bit in between but um but i look forward to seeing you in person for sure absolutely absolutely <laughs> well i wish you a very nice weekend sunita thank you so much thank you. my and pleasure see you soon see you bye, bye.